Vitamin D. What's all the hoopla about? Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest. This week we're going to be talking about vitamin D and what you need to know about vitamin D deficiency and supplementation for it. Thanks for joining us today here on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis, and Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex, North Carolina. Dr. Forrest, let's take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support our program. We'd like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring our show. You can check them out at wecarepharmacyapex.com. The folks there uh, also help out some with some shows, and we're hoping to have them on for some interviews soon in the future. Uh, you can also get in touch with them at 919-629-6010. Uh, and they're one of those local pharmacies where you don't have to walk a mile to get to the counter. You can park right at the front door. <laughs> and uh, I've told people before, it's about 12 steps before you get customer service there. That's awesome. Uh, and as long as we're giving out contact information, if folks want to get in touch with you, Dr. Forrest, how can they do that? Well, if they want to get in touch with the show and maybe send us a question that we can answer on one of our mailbag shows, they can send that to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. If they want information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or they can give us a call at 919-363-0190. And if uh, listeners miss part of the show or if they have a friend or family member that they'd like to be able to listen to the show, uh, they can always go to WPTF.com and uh, listen to archived shows. And we also do upload uh, not immediately after, but pretty soon after the show airs live, uh, we will upload to Apple Podcasts. Dr. Forrest, there is always some kind of fad or trend in culture and particularly in healthcare. There's always some kind of diet. There's always some kind of nutrition fad that is the, the latest, the greatest, and, and the biggest pray, craze that's taking place at any one time. Lots of folks are taking vitamin D. Uh, They've heard from one place or another that this is great stuff and they need to have it. And I'm not saying that vitamins are not good stuff, but uh, maybe, maybe they're overdoing it. And maybe they need to get their levels checked and uh, understand you're going to shed a little light today on all of that. Tell us about that. Well, yes, I am. Um, And, uh, you know, there's always been a dietary trend or a vitamin trend that people could get interested in. And, you know, I've had a lot of patients lately who have been asking about vitamin D. Uh, They've wanted to know, you know, what can it do for you? Uh, Does it prevent anything? Does it treat any conditions? Um, You know, should I, should I take a vitamin D every day and questions like that? So, so today on the show, we're going to talk about some of the basic information uh, that we know about vitamin D. Uh, we're going to talk about if you are going to supplement with vitamin D, what type you want to look for, um, and uh, you know, and also talk about things it does. So uh, the most important thing that vitamin D does is allows you to have strong and healthy bones. Um, in fact, there's an old disease called rickets, and rickets comes directly from not having enough vitamin D. Um, and, you know, vitamin D, it's really required for your, your body to properly absorb calcium. Uh, and so that's what gives your bones their strength. 
Um, there's old pictures of people with rickets and their, their legs are deformed uh, because they didn't have any strength there, right? So, um, and it's hard, it really is hard in the modern, modern era for people to get enough vitamin D in the typical diet, um, but fortified milk, oily fish like salmon, uh, and fortified cereal um, are some of the dietary sources. Well, so that begs the question, what is enough? What amount should people uh, actually be taking or getting each day? Well, typically for, you know, children um, to age 12 months, uh, no more than 400 units per day are recommended. Um, for, you know, people anywhere from age 1 up to 70, uh, 600 units per day is typically recommended. And for those over 70 years old, uh, 800 units per day is recommended, partially because older adults have even more trouble absorbing vitamin D. Time now, Dr. Forrest, for our Access Health Tip of the Week. Well, the tip of the week this week is about some of the things that vitamin D has been shown to help with. So uh, we've seen some evidence that it helps multiple sclerosis, uh, that it can be helpful for psoriasis, uh, dementia, also brain function. Uh, we already talked about rickets. It obviously can cure that. Uh, osteomalacia or soft bones. Uh, osteoporosis or thinning of the bones. And the one that, uh, you know, there's a lot of research going on and one people are interested in about a lot is uh, what possibly it might be able to do for cancer. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Well, we obviously need vitamin D and it has a lot of potential benefits for folks. Uh, as we move ahead, I'm curious to find out uh, about vitamin D deficiencies, how we can get checked for it to make sure that we have enough in our system. All that and more coming up straight ahead with Dr. Brian Forrest on Access Health Radio. Vitamin D, how much do you need and do you have enough? Well, that's what we're here to talk about here today on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. And I'm Mike Davis. Uh, Listeners are wondering, I'm certainly wondering, if taking vitamin D is safe, because I've heard you can take too much, you can have too much of a good thing, Dr. Forrest, and can they possibly get too much vitamin D? What do you think? Well, you know, as a general rule, vitamin D is, is fairly safe, um, but it is one of the fat-soluble vitamins. And fat-soluble vitamins, you know, they can be stored in fat. Um, and it can build up in your body and it's not eliminated, you know, just by your kidneys. Um, a lot of the soluble vitamins, you know, like vitamin C, for example, if you if you have too much one day, you just kind of, you know, your kidneys eliminate it. Okay. Um, these fat soluble vitamins are hard to get rid of. Um, so I would say, you know, in general, um, unless your doctors told you to because you have a specific deficiency, anything more than 4000 units per day. Um, can cause some problems, including weakness, uh, you know, nausea, constipation. Uh, it can make people confused. Uh, it can cause some kidney damage and even heart arrhythmias. Um, so, yeah, a, a good rule of thumb, and you, you said it earlier, is remember that too much of anything can be bad. Um, and vitamin D also interacts with a lot of common medications, uh, particularly things like digoxin, uh, some of the calcium channel blockers like diltiazem, which a lot of people take, uh, some anti-seizure medications, uh, some of the cholesterol medications don't work well with it, um, and then some of the thiazide diuretics, which are fairly commonly used. 
Um, and then also some medicines with a laxative effect may have a problem with excess vitamin D. So uh, you definitely can get too much of it. Um, and, and pretty much anything over 4,000 units a day, unless again, you have a, a known deficiency is going to potentially be a problem. So Dr. Forrest, let's go to the other end of the scale. I'm sure people are wondering, okay, I can have too much, but am I getting enough vitamin D? Should people, uh, what, how, how do you test that? Do you get your blood tested and, and how much does that cost? That's always the question for me. How much does right. it cost? Right. Well, there, there is a blood test, um, and it's called the 25-hydroxy-D level. So there's different ways you can test vitamin D, but the 25-hydroxy-D is really what you want to check. Um, and what you want to do is make sure that your blood levels are at least into the bottom of the normal range. Um, and this, this blood test, you can get it drawn at your doctor's office when you get your normal blood work taken. Uh, it should not be very expensive at all. You know, for example, somebody who's a member of our practice, uh, if they need it, we'll just check it for free. Um, you know, even if they don't have insurance because it doesn't cost very much. Um, and in people who are not taking vitamin D supplements that we have tested, about 95% of those people are on the low side. Hmm. Um, so if you've never been tested um, and you don't get much sun, um, or you're over 65, there's a good chance that you do have low vitamin D and taking at least some supplementation of that might be reasonable for you. Um, however, while I, I would recommend that standard amount of vitamin D to an adult, you know, up to 800 units per day, I typically don't recommend a higher dose to patients unless they've actually been tested um, and we're sure that they're not getting in too high of a range. Um, but sometimes we, we've had patients with a deficiency so bad um, that they've taken as much as 14,000 units per week uh, to try to get them caught back up. Wow. Uh, so what if people are still testing with low levels uh, after taking that much by mouth? Is there some other way to ingest it? Well, some people um, just don't absorb vitamin D very well, and um, they might have more difficulty uh, using sunlight to produce it. Uh, you know, depending on where you live in the country, uh, the amount of sun conversion of vitamin D that you get in your skin is going to be very different. Uh, you know, if you live way up north, uh, you might be more vitamin D deficient than somebody who lives, you know, down in Miami, for example. Um, but what you can do is in people who are taking supplementation of vitamin D and still not absorbing it very well, uh, we can actually use ultraviolet therapy, uh, in addition to the supplements to get the levels normal. Uh, but most people don't need that. Uh, and the irony of course, is always, you know, we're trying to protect ourselves from ultraviolet radiation and prevent skin cancer. Uh, but, you know, a little bit of ultraviolet radiation on our skin is what helps with uh, our vitamin D levels. I always get that confused whether it's vitamin D or vitamin C that you get from the sun, but it's vitamin D? It's vitamin D. You don't, okay. you don't get it from the sun, but your, your skin basically uh, can make it um, with ultraviolet exposure from the sun. Okay. And again, like you said, there, there's that balancing act. You don't want to get too many ultraviolet rays, you want to get enough vitamin D. So people may go to the store, they may want to buy vitamin D. 
if that's the case, what should they be looking for there? Well, I don't, you know, I don't really endorse any particular brand, um, but I do generally recommend people get something that's USP certified. Uh, USP is sort of like the, you know, underwriter laboratories for electronics uh, for vitamins and supplements. And USP label just means that, you know, they've been checked to see that what they say is in the bottle is actually in the bottle. If it's not USP certified. You just don't know. You know, it mm. might have some in there or not. Um, and then if you do get a USP certified vitamin D, uh, what you want to get very specifically is what's called the D3 version. Um, the D3 version is the one that you're going to be able to use and it's going to help your levels. Um, and if people will get the 400 uh, international unit um, pills, they actually look like little caplets usually. Okay. Um, those are the most common. Then two of those per day are usually sufficient for most people. And at that dose, we don't even really require people to monitor their levels uh, unless they have a history of being really low. So look for USP certified D3, 400 unit pills, two per day. That's going to work for most people. Okay, very good. For most people, there's, there's the caveat. Straight ahead, we're going to summarize some of the key information that Dr. Brian Forrest has covered today about vitamin D. Our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week is coming up as well. And of course, you don't want to miss that. Getting enough vitamin D. That's what we're talking about today here on Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. And uh, as uh, as we rejoin here, uh, Dr. Forrest, let's jump right into our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, the trivia of the week this week is uh, one of the coolest things about vitamin D. It's a what I would call solar-powered vitamin. Uh, and what I mean by that is that when sunlight hits your skin, it actually makes vitamin D inside your body. Um, in fact, uh, if you're exposed uh, any significant amount of skin during the hours of 10 to 2 for as little as 20 minutes, it can produce as much as 20,000 units of vitamin D. Uh, so you really can get it done in a hurry if you're out during those peak sunlight hours uh, and you've got some skin exposed. Uh, and in this day and age, you know, we try to avoid that as much as possible in order to prevent skin cancer. Uh, so we might be lowering our vitamin D levels by protecting ourselves from the sun. It's always something, isn't it? We, 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 we do one thing and it seems to counter the other. It's all about balance, isn't it? That's right. You know, back, uh, you know, 50 years ago when no one used sunscreen, uh, there was probably a lot less just inherent vitamin D deficiency because people were getting exposed to the sun, you know, all day long. Yeah. So, Dr. Forrest, uh, let's sort of recap, if we can, for just a moment here. What are some key takeaways about vitamin D from today's show? Well, first, um, you know, vitamin D uh, is essential for you to maintain your health. So everyone needs to have a normal level. Um, second, you can overdose vitamin D. So you don't want to just take large quantities of any supplement uh, without having your level checked. That could cause problems. So, and ch you know, always check with your healthcare provider if you're going to be doing supplementation with anything. Um, you know, next, it's easy to find out where you stand with your vitamin D level. Um, the inexpensive test is called the 25-hydroxy-D test. 
uh, and you can get that checked with just a normal blood draw. Um, so ask for that, you know, at your physician, if you've never had it done, you have no idea what your level is, um, then it might be a good idea just to see where you stand, especially I think for women, it's very important because again, this plays a role in bone strength, uh, and women are more likely to suffer from osteoporosis as they get older. So, uh, you know, I think everybody should get this test done and see if they're deficient, but especially if you have uh, women in your family. Uh, that have never had it tested to be a great idea. Um, and next, you know, vitamin D is showing evidence of helping to keep us healthy in lots of ways, even beyond bone strength. So, uh, you know, that research is ongoing, but just make sure you're getting enough. And remember, for most people, uh, 400 to 800 units per day is a safe amount for a supplement to take. Uh, but you should always check with your physician about interactions uh, with your specific medications, uh, and if there's any reason that you have to be careful with that. Very good, Dr. Forrest. We have just a minute or so left here. I wanted to ask you about another vitamin that is in the news seemingly a lot right now that I've heard about, and that is B3, vitamin B3. Any concerns about that uh, for folks that you would like to share? Yeah, Mike, I'm glad, glad you brought that up today because uh, there's a new study that came out that said uh, vitamin B3, uh, which is more commonly uh, known as niacin, um, has been shown that in excess amounts uh, can actually increase the risk of heart attacks and, and cardiovascular disease. And this is a real change because, uh, you know, a few years ago even, Lots of physicians, lots of cardiologists were recommending, advocating niacin as a way to raise your good cholesterol and to actually make your risk of heart disease lower. Mm -hmm. And it turns out in this study that when the, the levels of niacin are high, it looks like it causes an irritation or an inflammation uh, to the lining of the blood vessels. And that irritation of your, your blood vessels, it looks like, actually makes, you know, cardiovascular disease more likely. So I would throw out there that anybody who's taking niacin or vitamin B3 as a supplement, they, they need to absolutely talk with their healthcare provider about whether they should continue that uh, because the medical thinking on using it um, for heart health has, has radically changed uh, in the last, you know, just just a little bit this is uh recent news this is 2024 news wow uh i'm so glad i asked about that and just to reiterate everybody please talk to your trusted physician before changing anything whether it's a a supplement or whatever please check with your doctor and our doctor dr forrest that's all the time we have for this week our scripture this week is from genesis 1 30 and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.